When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. A tourist in Jamaica dies after drinking 21 drinks in a bar-sponsored contest. A Brooklyn correctional officer has huge problems related to his penis, and a California senior risked her life to save her Gucci glasses. These stories and more coming at you today, Monday, July 3rd, on Real Life Real Crime Daily. And I'm Jim Chapman. And I'm Woody Everton. And I'm Mike Agavino, and I'm wondering why so many penis stories, Jim. I, I, I mean, think, I think it is. I it think is. his it anaconda is. love, his self love, yeah. is. I do love it. My producing anaconda producing all of the but, the the audience doesn't want this I, many penis I stories. Know. I don't know. I mean, the half the world has penises. Is yeah. it a good penis or a bad penis? We'll bad, get to the penis story. We'll get to the penis story, especially here on Fourth of July Eve. Yes, Fourth. Hey. Happy Fourth of July Eve. Happy, happy Fourth of July Eve. Happy oh, birthday. Is there a America. song for that? <laughs> no, we should say happy birthday to America. Yes. That's uh, Lee Greenwood had a song for that, didn't he? God bless the USA. Are you uh you blowing up a bunch of shit tonight? Um Well tonight would be the third. Yeah, but you blow it you blow you don't last, last year, year, the last I, year I, I got to sit on the boat down in Coquitry and they do the big fireworks thing. Uh, which is bigger than the one in Baton Rouge. Normally, some year this year, I'm probably going to be just if I blow up something, I'll just shoot something. Well, I am going to be. I'm actually at the Bover Vodge right now as we speak, and uh, I will be watching their fireworks display, uh, which is of course tomorrow Tuesday. on the Gulf of Mexico. That'll right. be nice. That'll be nice. Well, on my way home today, I'm going to pass the fireworks. a fireworks store that's about the size of a Home Depot there right off of I-55. Yeah, that's it. They actually wholesale to all these people that have the tents and stuff. Can they not sell to the public? I'm sure they could. I mean, uh, uh, yeah. But that, that place has been there forever. They're going to love me there, aren't they? I'm sure they are. You're going to yeah. want to buy the snakes and sparklers? Yeah. <laughs> Mike's gonna get the sparklers. Yeah. <laughs> well, you couldn't. Name. Everywhere I've lived prior to here, you couldn't blow stuff. You couldn't buy fireworks in California. Really? Yeah. Couldn't buy them in New Sorry York. No. Oh, wow. That's yeah. my first yeah. chance to do like a major hey, purchase. We usually blow shit up. Big yeah. Time. You ever make sparkler bombs? Uh, yeah. Oh, more yeah. cases on sparkler bombs. Too. Okay. I'm yeah. gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna yeah. buy some shit and video it. I'll probably come in like, yeah. who is the guy that used to play for the, oh, Jason Pierre Paul, who blew up his hand on yeah, the, yeah, the on, football uh, player uh, on 4th of July. Yeah. He's on mm. Tampa now, but he's yeah, got, like, be a, careful with the he's got like a lobster claw now instead of a, careful yeah. instead of a hand. So, oh. yes, be careful. Happy birthday, Mary. Don't follow Mike. What, do you ever enter the drinking contest? Oh, yeah. Every week. <laughs> <laughs> it's a contest with yourself. <laughs> See if you can get one more down. I love it. Well, you have to be careful with that. Uh, a tourist has died in Jamaica after trying to drink 21 cocktails. Mm-hmm. 
on a bar menu in Jamaica. He should, Ooh, hey, he's evidently not a trained professional. Evidently not. Uh, Timothy Southern, 53, was on vacation with his children, sister, and other family members. They were staying uh, at the Caribbean's most luxurious uh, hotel in Jamaica's tour spot town of St. Anne. And he had been drinking beer and brandy that morning. When he joined Brandy, who drinks Brandy? Do you drink Brandy? I've drank a Cavassier before. Yeah, Mike? Not an hour. I've had it. I wouldn't have it in the morning in Jamaica. Wasn't it Willy Wonka that said Brandy is dandy, but liquor is quicker? Really? It was, yeah. Every time I hear the the birds, the word, what's the (laughs) price? Twice as nice. (laughs) Oh, yes. Very good. Well, he was drinking Brandy that morning when he joined a pair of Canadian tourists who were trying to complete the 21 cocktail challenge before midnight to celebrate one of their birthdays. The investigation to the incident determined that Southern made it through 12 of those drinks when he decided to return to his hotel room. Family members were concerned when they found him there. One of them said he was on his back choking. I put him in the recovery position and screamed for an ambulance. He was making a gargling sound. As soon as he was in the recovery position, he vomited. I was shouting his name with no response. The relative said that even when a nurse arrived to help, little was done. An ambulance had not been called, and the nurse did not take action to save him. I thought she would take over, but that was not the case. This from a family member. I said, don't just sit there looking at him. Start CPR. She only gave him chest compressions. Maybe if she had known what she was doing, maybe he would still be here. This lady's obviously uh, salty about that. The service and treatment he received was disgusting. Um, Now, according to uh, reports, a pathologist in Jamaica ruled the cause of death acute gastrointestinus due to alcohol consumption. So he literally drank himself to death. Yeah. So you gotta be, you gotta watch out, man. Yeah, you do. You, it, I mean, you should do anything responsibly. But that nurse, I'm pretty sure that the medical training to be a nurse in Jamaica is probably not U.S. standards, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, and, that, and Andy was puking all over himself. Yeah, and, I hate, I hate that the dude died. Uh, well, and that family should have called our buddy Roy and uh, yeah, and had Roy do the right. autopsy there, so they know exactly what the hell happened. Yes. they're relying on a Jamaican uh, autopsy there. I agree. That's right. I agree. Roy well, from Louisiana Forensics. Yeah, well, yeah. audience, you know, there's Bruce only Sard, one. Louisiana underneath the Roy giant Provost and flag. The only place in Louisiana that you can get you know where your to go, people. Private autopsy done, not yours, because you can order it yourself, but. Your family get it done for It's you. painful if you order it yourself and have yeah, it done. I imagine. Yeah, you, you but wait until they, you're they're great here. people and take care of the families in their biggest hour of need. Now, back to last time we talked about pizza, right? And I've had New York pizza and Chicago pizza. I've pretty much had pizza everywhere. But this is in California. And a knife-wielding man stalks a California pizzeria worker, then douses himself with lighter fluid and tries to set him on fire. The crazy incident happened Sunday afternoon at Allegro Pizza in Thousand Oaks where the employee was preparing pies for a shift. As the cook was prepping pizza at about 1.45 p.m., the creep, with his little dog in tow, walked in through the back door of the store, grabbed a knife, and began chasing after the cook. The pizza joint's owner, Paul Ferrer, said, 
The guy grabs a knife and starts going after him. He thought it was a joke. He thought it was water. Then the smell of gasoline filled the kitchen, and that was when he reacted. Surveillance footage shows the knife wielding assailant and his dog inside the kitchen. The man is holding what appears to be a lighter fluid bottle. After the initial altercation, the cook was able to run out the door to the rear parking lot where he began screaming for help. The attacker continued to chase outside and now had a lighter in his hand. At that point, an unnamed Good Samaritan ran outside to help the cook. The suspect started throwing gasoline at the Samaritan and began flicking at his lighter, and I could just see this in my mind's eye. And so the Samaritan, <laughs> with no time to spare, wound up and punched the attacker in the face and knocked him out cold. Knocked him out cold. <laughs> I witness told Fox 11 Los Angeles, hey, I just pulled up, and the guy just knocked out. And then his head was bleeding, and then there was another guy in the park lot, and he was saying, you need to get out of here, or I'm going to knock you out again. The suspect, Robert Wright Haight, 61 of Palo Alto, was arrested on charges of attempted murder, use of a deadly weapon, and assault with caustic chemicals. His bail was set at half a million. He was just not in his right mind. Thank God nobody got hurt. And Miss Jerry would be happy the dog evidently didn't get hurt. Yes, she would. She would be Um, happy. Height had allegedly attacked two other people before entering this pizzeria. He claimed that people were trying to kill him, and I think he might be loco. You know, (laughs) having mental issues or something, said Ferrero. Hey, Mike, what's the Italian word for loco? Uh, (laughs) Pazzo would be crazy. Uh, There you go. There you go. All right. Um, So, Jerry Ann would also be. Happy to know the dog was brought to shelters. That, that right. good oh, as well. All right. Let me that ask you another well. one. Let me ask you another one, Mike. Um, what's the Italian word for dog? I'll not only tell you the word, but I'll tell you why I know the word. Right, I, the Mexican is perro. Cane. 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 Looks like cane. Cane. Okay. Kanye West. That's my Rosetta. <laughs> that's my Rosetta Stone training. No, it is not Kanye. It is Kanye. Kanye. C A N E. Rosetta Stone. That's you've been studying. I've, that's why I was I've testing. Been, All right. I've been a good but then player. I got one more. If you've really been studying, this one will tell the tale. Or if you're lying. All right. So, Mike. <laughs> oh God. You're what is the word? The Italian word for Pizzeria. <laughs> would he really? Yeah. Uh, that would be pizzeria, which <laughs> which is uh, you know comes from the word pizza, which has universal meaning. It's the same in every country of the world, and aria, which means place of. So technically, so aria must be a place time. of pizza would be. Pizzeria. I would assume the real part of Italian. Oh, yeah. I guess pizza is too. But hey, you did it good. Now the only Rosetta Stone. I'm very proud. Very good. All right. And that's all I have to say about that. That guy. I mean, what? Hey, it takes all kinds of. We'll make the world go around once again. There you have it, people. He was, real life, real crime. He was puzzle. This story shocked me when I came across it. Just, I, I don't know, but I. I you think of things in places like Australia and New Zealand that everything, everybody is, uh, is happy. It's all, it's all fun. Cause the, 
We have the huge... only things we are ever exposed to about Australia are, you know, how great it is. Kangaroos and big waves and gold mine and a reef mine. and, I mean, you know, some great white sharks we maybe. But huge lifer base in Australia huge. and New Zealand also. And, and a lot of my dream, uh, two of my dream team moderators are from Australia. And we were supposed to do, I was supposed to do four shows in Australia right when, and they were scheduled when COVID happened. Two weeks. Well, but we need, we need, over. We need to get those rescheduled. Right. We need to go back as real life crime uh, daily. But this is a story about uh, gangster wars in, uh, in Australia. Yeah. Um, and there's a really unique twist to it where, firearms? where, yeah. no, uh, um, these People that are high up in these gangs are all workout maniacs. Really, and they're being uh, they're being whacked at the gym. Really, so uh, that's crazy. Uh, regardless of uh, doctors' advice, it becomes extremely dangerous for Aussie gang bosses to stay in shape. Call me poorly informed, but I had no idea there was major organized crime down under. They market it as nothing but sunshine kangaroos and koalas, so who knew? But apparently there is major biker gang activity in Australia, and it seems the bosses are getting whacked at the gym. Huh. Aussie's gangland love affair with the gym is literally killing them. Their daily workout rituals are leading to their executions. Alan Meradian, age 48, is the latest underworld boss to die as a result of his fitness habit. He was oh, yeah. gunned down in an underground car park on his way to the gym on Tuesday. But he is only one in a string of slayings that have preyed on the muscle-bound gangster's narcissistic love of pumping iron, often fueled by steroids. Preening in front of countless mirrors as they lift huge weights to bulk up their mass, the gangsters are hopelessly addicted to their self-indulgent regimes. Steve was 49, you said. That guy was 48. 48. Ironically, it seems Meridian, who was nicknamed Fathead, had <laughs> tried to give up the gym. So he had started – he had – his people were warning him – you're too exposed, you're too vulnerable, you need to start working out at home. So he started working out at home and and actually did a lot of posting of stuff he was doing at home, but he got bored uh, of of doing this stuff at home and uh, uh, and the lure of the real gym proved too much for him. Uh, and so he returned to his regular fitness routine, which gave killers their uh, lethal window of opportunity. So... Uh, including Radian, there have now been four major hits at Aussie gyms over the past 13 months. Four major hits. Wow. Fathead created the all-powerful Commission Cartel. They ruled Sydney's cocaine industry, but it proved no protection against the hitman sent to kill him. They pounced as he got out of his vehicle um, uh, on the way to his gym at 8.15 in the morning um, on Sydney's east side. Uh, he died in a hail of bullets from two gunmen who fled the scene in a Porsche, and uh, uh, and that was it for Meridian. There are, as I said, these other deaths. So uh, a guy by the name of Taha Sabaj, age 40, was gunned down in front of his son outside Elite Fight Force, which is a mixed martial arts gym hmm. in Sydney Southwest. That was, like I said, just three months before Meridian. Comanchero's enforcer, Tariq Zahid, and his brother Omar were targeted at Auburn's Body Fitness Center in Western Sydney just about a year ago. The brothers were attacked as they stood in the foyer of the gym. 
Omar, 39, was hit multiple times and died from cardiac arrest in a pool of his own blood on the floor at the gym. And Tariq, 41, amazingly survived despite being shot 10 times, including once in the head through his eye. Crazy. I would have thought that was a tough one to survive. Uh, One bikey source admitted there was a multi-million dollar bounty on Zahid's head and that the bikey boss had been told to lie low, but he was too hooked on his workout high to stay at home. A few months later, bikey associate Levi Johnson, who was just 23, was stabbed and killed at uh, at a busy Brisbane gym uh, on September 12th of 2022. So four assassins cornered him while he was leaving the car park after a dispute. It seems like maybe our friends down under should stick to at-home workout schedules. I don't know. The, the, um, you guys have proved the point when if you outlaw guns, only outlaws will have guns. Because yes, they because have, exactly. they have to have a, it's a very strict permitting process. And one of the fans, lifers, uh, sent me you know, a picture, like two pistols that he had, and, and told me how, the process. I'm like, holy fuck. But it happens. Still got them. Yeah. Right, because right. it started with a repossession of guns. That's right. how they had to yeah. to do it. But but know. when they go to repossess the guns, all the bad guys turned I, in the gun. I, I uh, doubt that. It, it, direct and live from your international correspondent, Ago. Shout out to Astro for sponsoring this episode and providing us with free samples. My allergies are throwing my whole morning off. Do I sound different to you? You love it. You sound like, it's that time of year, though, bro. I sound different to me. I feel like I'm in a submarine. Yeah, well, have you tried Astro? It's faster, bro. Oh. Right? Astro is the first of its kind nasal allergy spray. It is the fastest 24-hour over-the-counter allergy spray. It starts working in 30 minutes while other allergy sprays take hours. Astro is the first and only 24-hour steroid-free allergy spray. Astapro delivers full prescription strength, indoor and outdoor allergy relief from nasal congestion, runny and itchy nose, and sneezing. Hey, I use this, and you should too, Jim. Last weekend, I planted my garden, and it's that time of the year, and my allergies really kicked up with it, right? I use Astapro every time my nasal allergies flare up, and I'm always amazed at how fast I'm back in the game, down on those rows, playing my stuff. Get fast-acting nasal allergy symptom relief with Astapro. Go to AstaproAllergy.com for a discount so you can Astapro and go today. A-S-T-E-P-R-O Allergy.com. It's faster, bro. Uses directed for relief of nasal congestion, runny nose, sneezing, and itchy nose due to allergies. Astapro and go. Hey, y'all, my wife's biggest struggle this past year was fighting the symptoms associated with menopause, hot flashes, mild mood swings, and sleeplessness. She had them all until she tried Hormone Harmony. She was amazed at how much Hormone Harmony reduced her symptoms and supported her mood and her general well-being. Hormone Harmony is not just a supplement for women going through perimenopause, menopause, or postmenopause. It's become a phenomenon. Women cannot stop talking about it on social media. A bottle of Hormone Harmony is sold every 24 seconds. Hormone Harmony contains science-backed herbal extracts called adaptogens. Now, here's the beauty about adaptogens. 
They help the body adapt to any stressors, like chaotic hormonal changes that happen naturally throughout a woman's life. So hormone harmony isn't just for menopause. Any woman with symptoms of hormonal imbalances can take it. But it's perfect for those horrible menopause symptoms that put a woman's life on hold. Hot flashes and night sweats, racing thoughts and low moods, poor sleep and feeling tired all the time, occasional bloating and gas, no desire to be in bed next to someone, if you know what I mean. Yeah, Hormone Harmony can help with all of these things. For a limited time, you can get 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the code RLRC at checkout. That's happymammoth.com and use the code RLRC for 15% off today. Okay. All right. What do you... You know, when you when you're a detective and you have someone and you arrest them uh, and they have a unique identifying feature, for example, a tattoo uh, that a maybe a victim says, you know, they had a teardrop on their eye. Right. Or something He's going like to go that. to that's a, that's like, be about a penis. It's that's be like money penis. in the bank. Right. Listen, folks, yeah. it's don't don't right. ruin my story. It's that yeah. That's like money in the bank. Right. right? Well. Something unique that other people. Don't That's have. right. Right. And so when you go to court, that you can use that right. as part of your uh, prosecution. Now, also just to get an arrest warrant and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to go to Brooklyn, and a Brooklyn jail guard is now facing long, hard stretch behind <laughs> bars. Why are you laughing? Told you, folks. Hard stretch. A Brooklyn jail guard was found guilty of sexually abusing. Female inmates Monday after the victims gave matching accounts of his giant stinky penis. Wait, stinky, stinky, stinky as in smelly. Uh, oh. But we'll get into that, Michael. Okay. A jury found correction officer Eugenio oh, Perez guilty on twenty-three counts for forcing four women at the Metropolitan Detention Center to perform oral sex on him and propositioned a fifth. He faces life behind bars, believe it or not. The 47-year-old who bragged to his victims that his nickname was Cabello, which when I uh, consulted Rosetta Stone on what that was, it means horse in Spanish. Yes, that was his nickname. So he uh, pouted and teared up as the verdict was announced while his wife and family members solved. Now, Perez previously sat stoically... (laughs) In his two-week trial, as uncomfortable jurors endured graphic testimony from victims about his huge, hook-shaped, uncircumcised, putrid pecker. Wow. <laughs> That's a lot of adjectives. Hooked? <laughs> Wait. Hooked? Well, we got to get into it. No, give me the adjectives again. Say hooked? Putrid. Putrid. What else was Uncircumcised. Uh, anteater? Yeah. Well, he, <laughs> oh. he wasn't circumcised. It was big. It looked like a hook. It was humongous, and it was curved, one 38-year-old told the court. If it didn't stink, I would have been all over that shit. Oh, <laughs> I swear yeah, she said it. Going. She said it, y'all. One fifty. year old We're supposed to believe this guy's wife is crying as well, him on the street. <laughs> she might have been crying. No, he was crying. Other re- oh, but, was but crying. they were, they said his it, his wife was in the courtroom. Yeah, right? she was sobbing too. She was sobbing, yeah. She was, She can't sit on it. No she more, missed Michael. her stinky, hooded, <laughs> anteater, uh, hooked yeah, anteater. Apparently. 
I don't think I ever heard of a story of a stinky dick. One 50-year-old former inmate described it as so big, she wanted to throw up. It had a smell like he didn't wash or take a shower. It was a really small, strong smell, she said, through a translator. The feds were able to corroborate the woman's stories by getting a warrant for photos of his distinctive junk, which were shown to the jurors. This is true. There is no reason why any of the victims should know anything about his penis. They all remember things about his penis. How would we know these very personal and intimate details if we, they weren't forced to live through it? The jurors also heard of Perez's pattern of bringing, up, bringing the women up to secluded areas of the facility and then pulling out his pecker, ordering them to perform oral sex. Mm-hmm. And telling them to stay quiet. A fellow lieutenant, Carlos Martinez, was convicted of raping an inmate and another MDC guard, and he pled guilty in November to sexually abusing inmates. But he didn't have a stinky curve. He did not have a, yeah, yeah. So, wow. There you go. Those identifying features. When you got an anaconda, you just can't go around fucking everybody. They did a scratch and sniff test or something for the jury. Well, congratulations, Jim. Our audience just hit the skip button 1,430,000 times during (laughs) the course of that story. Well, that would be the second story in a row. I think it was a great story. (laughs) I mean, not for the Didn't they do that in Porky's? They, no, remember Porky's? With, no, he had a mole on his penis. Well, they still they had to ID that ID yeah. him through the. He had a mole. Remember the old ball lady? breaker, ball breaker. Yeah, and his name was Meat. All right, all right, y'all. Jim knows. Jim knows everything penis related that's happened uh, on planet Earth. And the what? We need to. Somebody needs to put you on a couch I'm and just quiet. talk Listen, to you. All right, we're going to Florida. Check this one out. This is so stupid. Listen to this. this. Police in Florida began dismantling structures on an island known for its drug use that was overtaken by squatters. There was a huge safety concern for us about whoever would be on that island with those types of structures out there, said Port Orange Police Detective Mike Wallace. The area dubbed Meth Island by social media users is dotted with various handmade wooden structures, including an elaborate four-story treehouse, and other huts made out of old lumber and tree branches. The squatters also installed a trampoline and appeared to be in the middle of constructing a pool, which is on the island, which is located near the Dunlawton Bridge in Port Orange. Some of the squatters even outfitted islands nearby with booby traps to prevent others from visiting, which authorities say they will take care of in the future. There is evidence of drugs that have been done over there, alcohol that's been done. A South Daytona uh, police lieutenant told the Daytona Beach News Journal. Last week, the Volusia County Sheriff's Office assisted members of the Port Orange Police Department, South Daytona, Daytona Police Department, and Florida Fish and Wildlife by posting no trespassing signs at the squatter camp. You are ordered to vacate the island within 48 hours. The signs... Uh, said police officials are explaining they did so because the squatter activity and makeshift buildings are dangerous to both the people who live there and the local residents, especially during hurricane season, right? All that stuff is going on to get thrown all over the intercoastal and the damage other boats, or who knows how far some of the wood can launch and possibly damage other property as well. 
The structures, which police believe are made out of wood, probably stolen from docks or scavenged, also threaten the island's mangrove mangrove population, which play a pivotal role in protecting the island. Police also lamented that the presence of trampoline in elaborate treehouse could entice kids to play in the area. All it does is draw attention for young kids to go over there, they said. Um, they go to these islands and start having fun, and you start getting the alcohol in there, and they're jumping up and down on these trampolines, and that's when an accident is going to wind up happening. Well, no one was present on the island when authorities posted the no trespassing signs last week. The office, officers have not yet returned to the island due to weather issues, but plan to do so in the near future. In the meantime, local public works department has already begun dismantling some of the structures to clean the island, put it back to its natural state. And these motherfuckers got nothing else to do. What's this called? Is Ago's got his mansion on the shore, and he's looking out at the island where some dopers are at, and is knocking down his property value. So they waste all of these four departments had to go out there and post trespassing signs because of a trampoline and some dopers. So I mean, there, why don't they do are, that underneath the bridges and shit? So there's a bunch of like little uninhabited islands yeah, off yeah, the, that, that uh, we call them barrier islands. And they are very instrumental in, in slowing down storms when they hit. But, you know, the, but why they had tree houses and stuff is probably because it's more marshy with the mangroves and all that. And tides comes in and the water gets in and all that. That's oh, but it sort of seems like uh, it's not something that can be developed. Yeah, not that bad an alternative as a place for these people to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're either in yeah, our I cities. If I was there, uh, I wouldn't be underneath uh, the bridge. Either, you know, yeah. and you're finding, uh, you know, syringes on your uh, yeah. on your sidewalk or. You know, if there's a whatever, I'm wondering how the little they, uninhabited how they, island how they float. get a trampoline out of there. It would float, wouldn't it? I don't think it's so. pretty up. heavy. Think about it, they got to be stuck to the ground. Yeah, well, well if you're carrying flood. one, yeah, yeah, yeah. When it flooded and when we had that bad flood here, they had a lot of trampolines float. Really? Yeah, flooded to other, like other freaking houses and stuff. Oh, there you go. Only on real life, real crime daily. That's well, it. Yeah. Congratulations, though. I think that was the first story without the word penis in this episode. So that's <laughs> excellent. Um, I think Mike's infatuated with penises. He keeps ringing them up. Just yours. Just yours. <laughs> okay. We're going to California again. We've been there a lot. We're going to save the Gucci's. Oh, my God. Popular slogan in California, save the Gucci's. A 69-year-old Cali woman was being dragged by a robber's car as she tried desperately to prevent him from making off with her Gucci shades. Mess with the Gucci. Later, she'd say, I'd do it all over again. The woman was enjoying a snack as she sat parked on Broadway in Alameda. So we're back in the East Bay again. About 3 p.m. Sunday, when a white car stopped behind her and the driver walked up to her. He reached inside her vehicle, grabbed her purse, it contained her pricey Gucci prescription sunglasses. Mm. Okay, so there was a, a utility uh, need here as well. Um, and then he ran back to his car. But the feisty woman wasn't having any. She decided she was not going to give up without a fight. So she jumped out of her car and tried to prevent the thief from driving away. The footage showed her being dragged several feet. <laughs> This is a 69-year-old lady, remember. I'm showing these guys the picture of this lady. I mean, 
69, you don't want to be uh, you don't want to be doing uh, the car surfing there. So uh, that was what pushed me to go after him because I wanted my Gucci glasses. She she added, I'm pissed off because this guy was looking for somebody and I felt violated. I feel violated now, but I feel good because I put up a fight and I got back my Gucci's. The victim said she suffered a head injury and was left bloodied in the terrifying incident, but had no regrets for me to fight all the way to the end. I feel good about it, she said. Police Chief Nishant Joshi urged people not to resist their attackers. Personal items, even Gucci's, can be replaced, but personal safety, that's something we never want to compromise. My heart goes out to her. I think the natural instinct or inclination is to go try to get your property back, but there's a lot of risks that come with that, and in this case, she was injured, the top cop added. A local resident also expressed concern about the woman's actions. Quote, Gucci's or not, it's still not worth the risk. No arrests have been made, and the case remains under investigation. And I'm sure the woman will be doing an ad campaign for Gucci. One more that photo. One <laughs> that would more, actually be great. Right. One more photo. One more step. Her head would have, could have split. Easily. Uh, banged off the semen, she'd be dead. Gucci. Gucci, Gucci. I'd like to. Gucci, uh, Gucci, go. Yeah. I'd like to thank all of the Real Life Real Crime Daily uh, fans on Facebook who have insisted that I become the new international correspondent for Real Life Real Crime <laughs> Daily. Thank you very much. Funny, Since I haven't y'all. seen any of those posts. <laughs> they were blocked. We, we had to block Mike on those posts. Suspicious. So we're going to bring you to China. Uh, oh, you can have China. <laughs> Uh, in fact, I'll, I'll give you all those countries over there. You, you can have uh, all of Southeast Asia is yours, Jim. Well, no, actually, this is not way. this is not a light story. An eight-year-old Chinese boy was beaten to death by a martial arts instructor a so day nice. after enrolling in class. The student, who has not been identified, joined the martial arts sports club in Kangdao, Shandong, to take a self-defense class earlier this month, but died a day after joining the class as a result of injuries sustained at the club, according to uh, reports from Chinese media. The day after the boy joined the class, his parents were sent a video of his training that alarmed them as their son looked pale and had multiple bruises. Videos of the incident that were circulating on social media showed the boy collapse on the floor wearing a T-shirt that displayed the club's name on the back. In the background, a woman could be heard shouting that if the boy kept collapsing, his mom told uh, her that she would not pick you up for one year. The video also showed a man attempting to prop the boy up while the child can be heard claiming to have been kicked by his instructor. According to Chinese media reports, which are always trustworthy. The child's heart had stopped beating 20 minutes before he arrived at the hospital where he was declared dead. The incident also reportedly resulted in multiple arrests with the Qinyang uh, branch of Quangdao Public Security Bureau saying three people connected to the club have been arrested and will face criminal proceedings related to the international harm leading to his death. Meanwhile, the club has been shut down as the investigation unfolds. Was the name of the city? Seven years old, the kid was? Eight years old. Eight years old. Mm-hmm. His second day? First day. That was oh, his the, first day. And and they're beating the shit out of him? Be, yeah, by his instructor. And look, I mean, China is, is known for being very strict <laughs> on everything from math. I mean, they'll take a ruler and 
pop you real good if you miss a math question. Okay, but I think they teach you the math first, and then they mm-hmm. ask you the questions. Yes. This is his first day. He doesn't know anything about and Oh, I, tr- I mean, that's unbelievable. I think it's horrible, actually. That is and unbelievable. Yeah, it's a year old dead over that, so crazy. I don't know, y'all. I don't get it. Um, let's go back to New York City. A 40-year-old woman and her 45-year-old boyfriend were indicted this week for a neglecting the woman's two young daughters, locking them in a room, and leaving them to eat a foam mattress. Oh, my God. New York Police Department officers were vacating an apartment in a public housing building in the Bronx that had been inhabited by known squatters Stephanie Grabowski and Mark Russell. The apartment was in terrible condition with urine and feces about the place, and there did not appear to be sufficient food amenities, clothing, or clean diapers. NYPD officers reportedly saw a doorknob tied with a rope-like cord. When they kicked the door, they found the two girls naked and bruised on a filthy sponge-like mattress on the floor and feces, dirty diapers, and garbage throughout the room. The officers deserved the children to be eating pieces of the mattress. The Mm -hmm. victims are three and four years old. Grabowski had a warrant out of family court because she reportedly ran away from administration for children's services last year. Police took the girls to the Children's Advocacy Center and later to a hospital where medical personnel found they had significant bruising and marks in various stages of healing. The girls also reportedly had rashes on their bodies and difficulties walking, standing, and speaking. Grabowski and Russell were charged with two counts of second-degree kidnapping, two counts of unlawful imprisonment, one count of second-degree burglary, and two counts of endangering the welfare of a child. Mm. The world is full of shit. Eating a foam mattress. You'd be starving. Jesus Christ, man. And and there you go. Y'all, we we joke around and cut up a lot, but this is still real-life, real crime. Real-life, real crime really happens. Yeah. Wow. Um, Jim's going to be envious of my next story. Why is it a penis story? <laughs> Jim, Jim's going to be really mad he didn't find this story. I'll sell you. I'll, I'll Right now, live, Jim, uh, for 20 bucks, you can have this no, story. Go ahead. I like, I like my story. Go ahead. 20 bucks? Going <laughs> no, once. I'll pass. Going twice. Pass. Gone. Jim will not be telling this story. Mm. I'm going to tell you the story about Britain's worst flasher. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) That's fine. (laughs) The international correspondent is that the thing? Well, I I handle Europe. He 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 has uh, Southeast Asia because he does a great accent, which we all. Yeah, hey, that really was good. That was good. Yeah, he's he's ordered a lot of takeout. Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone. (laughs) Rosetta Stone is not taking any ownership of your accent. A man dubbed Britain's worst flasher who has chalked up 170 offenses during his vile 51-year campaign of exposing himself. 51 years? He only has, did 171 times. So I'd do that in a weekend. Yeah. Jailed yet again. <laughs> Prolific offender Paul Smith, age 65, has been in and out of court since 1972 when he was just 14 years old. 
At that point, he had repeatedly flashed his genitals at passersby. The pervert's sickening acts have seen him exposing himself to lone women at bus stops, children in gardens, all over the place. Williams has been repeatedly jailed, with judges having imposed court orders and making him uh, complete sex therapy programs in attempts to curb his warped behavior. During various court appearances, he could offer no explanation for his behavior other than, quote, compulsive attention-seeking or a, quote, reaction to stress scenarios. He also warned he will never be able to stop and told police he just wanted to be noticed. Put him in a prison and get noticed every day. Sounds like someone else sitting near me. Um, (laughs) He also, actually, I think I want to take this and put it next to Jim. And if we do one of those things where you you put 25 years on the person, you age them, and we can age Jim by Uh, 25 or so. I was going to say, that picture is actually scared me. You are better looking than that, too. But that's 25 years from now. All right. We're all going to look like shit. What do you mean, all right? (laughs) (laughs) I was going to move on. I haven't even gotten... Oh, you're not done. That was a freaking. That was like, done. I'm sorry. That was the intro, penis boy. Oh. Just hang out. Oh, oh my penis god. Boy. Smith was arrested again last April after he tarted a bus full of revelers in Manchester City. The incident occurred only two days after he was given a suspended sentence in West Yorkshire. In the latest matter, he was foiled by a bus driver who spotted him gesturing for bus passengers to look in his direction as he waved his. Anybody? Penis. What's the word? Penis. penis. Around for two minutes on a busy street. When arrested, Smith told police. <laughs> uh, when he got arrested, Smith told police, I was just running for the bus. At Manchester Crown Court, Smith was jailed for 25 months after he admitted to outraging public de- indecency. He will remain subject of a lifetime sexual harm prevention order, an SHPO is what it is called, and must register as, uh, and has been for years, as a sex uh, uh, offender. Uh, Smith went to jail in 98 for 45 months for exposing himself to children in Bolton. He started taking his bicycle on trains to target victims outside of his hometown area. But in 2010, he was jailed for six years and was issued his first SHPO at Liverpool and was banned from making similar journeys. In 2014, he was jailed for four years. In 2016, he was held again. In 2020, he was sent back to jail after undercover police officers saw him dropping his trousers in front of female commuters while loitering at Piccadilly bus station. In mitigation, defense lawyer Jane Greenlee said, Mr. Smith simply cannot stop himself offending from offending in this fashion. And they need to put him to death. He has fully accepted the impact of his offending and did not seek to minimize it at any point. He is unemployed and has been caring for his father for a number of years. My options of dealing with you are extremely limited, said the judge. You're an intelligent man, but a man who realizes the impact of your actions, but are simply unable to stop yourself. So she locked him up. There you go. And now, Jim. Wait, you don't have more? I have another page. I think let's, let's get back, back. No, let's get back to the, the skipping through. 1952 when Smith was in the cradle. Looking for a new and healthier way to unwind? I was too. And then I tried Recess Mood. Recess Mood replaced that after dinner alcoholic beverage for me. So I saw a difference in both my mood and my belly. It's made with real fruit 
It is only 20 calories and it contains no added sugar. Recess Mood is infused with functional ingredients like mood lifting magnesium and stress balancing adaptogens so you can relax without the alcohol or the hangovers. Recess Mood tastes great too and comes in four different flavors. My favorite flavor is the Strawberry Rose. So whether you need a moment away from the errands, work, and kids, or you just need a moment of chill during dinnertime chaos, Recess Mood is where it's at whenever you need to relax and unwind. You deserve a healthier way to unwind. Head to takearecess.com slash RLRC and get 15% off Recess Mood, your go-to alcohol replacement. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Yeah, he did not. Well, he did flash people in the cradle. Seriously, though, he he got a lot of time at different times. But somebody like that, fuck him, lock his ass up forever, right? That the that way, your wife or my kids. Don't have to be exposed to his penis. He never hurt anybody, though. He never touched anyone. It hurt kids' eyes. No, he did, but he he never, I mean, he. That picture you showed me scarred me mentally. But he he belongs in an institution. I agree. He doesn't belong in public. All right. So in a hugely unselfish act, I am foregoing my mile high crime segment for today because I know all you listeners love this, and we have a game that we're going to play, a 4th of July game, uh, Woody against Mike, winner take all. An unsanctioned 4th of July game. (laughs) Yes. So we'll play that uh, after we get through our segments, but I will be foregoing my mile high. What an altruist. That means it's time for Kinky Kinky Crimes, Woody Everton, which we will never forego. Ever. Kinky Crimes Crimes for Monday. Y'all, chaos erupted in Florida after an 18-year-old climbed the roof of a home, prompting a six-hour standoff with SWAT and hostage negotiation teams before a Boston woman decided to drive a golf cart completely naked through the middle of all of it. (laughs) That's one way to stop it. Please say Jessica Elizabeth Smith, 28 of Boston, completely ignored commands to leave the scene driving neck naked towards the house where the gunman was stationed. Mm. Now, you just figure this one out. This, this is dumb criminals mixed with this. Mike yeah. have, might have to give his up to you. <laughs> Deputy said Smith had a distinct... Oh, no. He ain't yeah, <laughs> Deputy said Smith had a distinct odor of an alcoholic beverage coming from her person, and she was completely nude. They said her actions put deputies at an additional risk of getting shot by 18-year-old Miles Abbott who posted himself up on the roof of the home after fleeing the police earlier. Deputies say Abbott fired a gun at nearby residents, climbed the roof of a house, and fired his gun at some point, striking himself in the right thigh. Here we are. Plats Y'all will never believe where this is. The Pinellas. No, yes, of course. The Pinellas no. County Sheriff's Office SWAT team now. That stands for special weapons and tactics for you. Don't, don't Wait, I know. thought you said Boston earlier. Oh, no, 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 it doesn't matter. No, it's Florida. I didn't say Boston. 
but Boston was a dude's name. She was a Boston oh, woman. Uh, yeah, yeah. You're not paying attention, Mike. Well, she's hey, a Boston woman. Hey, that means hey, she, Pinellas she County was from Boston. SWAT team who, who it was a golf cart involved. I should have known. Golf carts, all right, and their negotiator responses team were called to assist after attempting to communicate with Abbott several times, but no avail. Around this time, Smith decided to drive naked through the crime scene, heading towards the house where Abbott was still stationed. Police were eventually able to get Smith under control. She was charged with resisting an officer without violence. After six hours and specialized equipment like beanbag rounds were used, they got Abbott off the roof. And with help from the SWAT team, police were able to take Abbott into custody, and he faces a shitload of charges. In Pinellas County, you've just redeemed yourself. But, wow. Uh, Abbott was Naked on the roof on the originally for a vehicular homicide charge. And this is the. And we'll be posting a picture. And she's, a, she's a pretty lady. How in the fuck do you end up naked driving to, towards a shooter? Hey, that's my kind of woman right there. there naked go. on a golf cart Kinky during crimes. a shooting. Yes. But today. Wow, the, the Pinellas sheriffs have been under the gun right. here. The right. AR-15 right. incident with the right. pool. Kinky. The pool man and now that. Um, kinky, kinky. Sorry, guys. We I, thought I all you did was, uh, was chase uh, elderly and uh, illegal golf is, carts. Is it banjo time? It is banjo Yeah, because I guess Mike time. ain't giving up his dumb yeah. criminal, is he? No, not for your unsanctioned game. <laughs> Okay, a bank robbery suspect in Gwinnett County, Georgia, which is Atlanta, is accused of making a crucial mistake following his alleged crime. Eric Rivers was arrested Tuesday in connection with a spree of bank robberies in Lawrenceville, Georgia, after he appeared. No, he didn't. He appeared in an on-camera interview with a local news station for an unrelated story. Police say Rivers was suspected of having just robbed a Chase Bank and was believed to be in the midst of casing several other banks when he agreed to the interview with a reporter. Oh, my God. Rivers removed his hat and do-rag, which he is alleged to have worn during the robberies, based on the security camera images released to police. Authorities say after the interview, Rivers proceeded to scope out a fidelity bank in the area. As police investigated the reported robberies, a bank manager said the suspect walked towards the news truck after leaving the building. Police followed up the lead and were provided Rivers' name by the news station. The department offered advice to would-be criminals in a Facebook post where they said, When after having robbed several banks and you are at another bank casing the place for an additional robbery and are approached by a news crew in the parking lot, in capital letters, do not stop and agree to do an interview with said news crew. (laughs) Police allege Rivers attempted five robberies in total but was successful in making away with money in just two of those incidents, and here he is with Durag and yeah, hat, show that and picture on Facebook. Here he is without. Mm, and, that is uh, uh, that uh, is a great one. But I'm sure he gave a, a great. I'm sure he gave a great interview. Um, Absolutely. Uh, what a dumb criminal! What a dumb. All right, I got a game for y'all, and I'm going to give you the ground rules first because Mike always, Mike, when he loses, says you it's because of the rules. Said, you won last time. So here's the deal. We're going to do like a hit-the-table type thing when I ask this question. And when I ask it, whoever hits the table first 
answers. If they get it right, they have control. And I continue to ask them questions. If they miss it, the person who hit the table second would get an opportunity to kind of steal. So you keep going until you miss. So if you get the buzzer question right, similar to Family Feud, but we'll be able to follow it. So you're all right. Daily, daily Feud. All right, Aggo. All right. We get we get one point for each question every time? Is that what yes. it is? Yes. Okay. Yeah, just one point for each question. All right. All right. And these are all related to the 4th of July. And here's your question. Where? What city held the first celebration of independence? Philadelphia. Ding. Got it right. You have control of the board. Second question. I don't even have to slap it. It's my it, right. You have control. Mike, now if you miss, Mike gets an opportunity to steal. Every Independence Day, how many times does the Liberty Bell ring? 1777? 1776? Michael? I think Mike would know this one. Mike, you were just there the other day, bro. When I say it, you're going to be like, of course. Uh, 24. A lot closer. The answer is 13 for the 13 original colonies. There you go. So my hands back. So nobody got that. So Woody still maintains control. You hear that sound? You got it wrong. Woody, (laughs) what was the name of the newspaper that published the Declaration of Independence? Philadelphia Inquirer. (laughs) Actually, you're close, but not quite. Mike. You know that one. Another one. Mike. Mike has no guess. Times times picky. The answer (laughs) is the Pennsylvania Evening Post. Oh, all right. So nobody got that. Woody still everybody knows that, Jim. Still have control. (laughs) That was the hard one. The Fourth of July commemorates what document, Woody? So it was Declaration of Independence and Declaration of Independence. Correct. Yeah. Wait. Didn't we have to bang? We didn't have to bang you no, for that one. He has control because you never got one. You can't get control until he misses you are one and you losing. I'm down two to nothing, right? That's right. Correct. Okay. On the Declaration of Independence, who had the largest signature? John Hancock. Correct. Mike's thinking we we scammed this, but we didn't because I never won a game. Who is the author of the Pledge of Allegiance? Marvin Gaye. No. Mike, do you know? Jim Chapman. <laughs> Correct. No. No. Who was it? During World War wait, wait, II. Wait, you say who it was. Oh, Francis Bellamy. Uh, sorry. Yes. Not Scott Key. Right. During World War II, where was the Declaration of Independence stored? They actually stored it somewhere different. A lot of people didn't it's know this. Be in one of the vaults, I would say... Um, Fort Knox. Correct. Boom. How many stars and stripes does a U.S. flag have? God, I'm going to be embarrassed for this one. 50. 50, 50 stars. Yeah. And uh, I want to say 13. Stripes? Yeah. Correct. Look at you, Woody Everton. Yeah, but this control the board thing, Well, I, I mean, I knew I mean, every one of these answers except the first one. <laughs> this is stupid. Every July 4th, what is the most commonly consumed? Alcohol. 
What's your chance to steal? Wait. Every July 4th, what is, what food is most common? Oh, I didn't hear, I didn't I didn't hear, hear the word food. I hot dogs. Food. Yeah, I was going to say hot dogs. Mike got that right. That's hot dogs, apple pie. Is a, All right, Mike. You, it's your turn now. See what you know there, Ago. Who gave the Statue of Liberty to the United France. States? France. Oh, yes. What was the total number of people who signed the Declaration of Independence? 13. Well, you know it was more than 13, Mike. 56. Oh, I didn't get a chance. 56. Well, yeah. <laughs> You're correct. Well, that was the last question. So, what do you win? <laughs> you didn't say anything about hey, how many questions you won. Congratulations, Mike hates so game. Congratulations, his face. That's, that's just. He'll have he's a, like, he's oh, gonna put he's up gonna another make, video. He's, <laughs> he's gonna put up some shit. That's just bullshit. That was the best ever because. I could feel the heat emanating off of Aga right now. I can't wait to see what kind of genius comeback he's going to have. And look, he cannot say that he didn't have a chance because he had four or five chances to steal, and he didn't have If I had five chances to steal, I'd heard food. I definitely you could have stole the name of the newspaper one. You could you could have stole the author of the Pledge of Allegiance. Here's what you did. You asked a bunch of questions that everyone on planet Earth knows, and then you asked a bunch of other questions that no one on planet Earth knows. That is not how you build a thing hey, like that. You don't do that. Hey, that was his, 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 do, his game. His I actually rules. knew but, you, you played but it. But this is my fault because he was not sanctioned to do fucking games, uh, and we let him do a game. You were not sanctioned on your story, my story, story, but you did it. Was, you show me where a single... Audience member asked for this. Not a single one <laughs> asked for this. We're doing. Oh, they the, ask for games every time. We're doing like, the we post get that all the time. I guess I'm gonna have to come love the, the next game to make it even. Oh man. my god! Too bad let out. Uh, <sighs> hey, good one. Thank Classic. you. Hey, Thank you. Hey, happy Fourth of July, everyone. Absolutely. Look, we need to let them know about uh, a little schedule change for this week. Yes, yes, yes. So let's do that. Um, happy birthday, America! I want everybody to be safe. Have a great time. The first fireworks just went off in the room because Mike's head just exploded. <laughs> <laughs> but tomorrow, we I am dropping, or we're dropping a original remaster, but with some additions added onto it, an update of the my one of my all time favorite episodes, Duty on the Fourth, and then Wednesday. We will not be having a regular real life real crime daily drop because Mike's head still will be exploded <laughs> and we'll all be driving back and forth and we're doing whatever we gotta do. Um but Or Thursday. And Thursday either, y'all. So y'all enjoy your holiday. We're gonna enjoy ours. Happy birthday, America. And it has to happen sometimes, right? We'll be back at you on Friday. We'll be back at you on Friday, large and in charge. Maybe Mike will have a game for us. He might. You never know. <laughs> he might get, might get <laughs> so seriously pissed, pissed right now. Maybe He's Jim, not playing either. <laughs> maybe Jim will have a penis story. You never know. <laughs> There's a good chance of yeah. that. <laughs> seriously. Uh, until off. next time, Happy I'm birthday, Jim America. Chapman. And I'm Woody Overton. And I'm Mike Agavino. Your host of Real Life, Real Crime Daily. Peace. <laughs> Shub business. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. 
Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.